0: Hello, and welcome to the Angelic Healing Podcast. In this space, myself or members of my North American team want to talk about all sorts of different topics, such as spirituality, gifts, healing, awakenings, and many, many more. I hope the time that you spend with us here, you find a little peace and harmony. And maybe even a few answers along the way. Thank you for being here. Welcome everybody to Enlightened Entanglement. Thank you for being here with us in this space today. Properly introduce myself. I'm Seven-Tailed Fox or Daniel, if you will. This is my daughter, Dana or defined D. And uh, these nights in light and entanglement, we decided to bring some of our fun conversations into this space here and involve you guys as the audience as well and allow you guys to participate in some of these conversations as well as have a chance to be able to record them and allow for the, the playback later to be watched or allow it to be on the podcast later. So again, thank you very much for coming in. I think right away, I'm just going to kick this right off to Dana and we'll just jump into this and I'll let Dana describe why she picked tonight's topic and where she wants to go with it. And we'll go from there. For
1: sure. Hello, everybody. So tonight's topic, taking up space, actually came from one of our lovely audience members about a month back or so. And after one of these events, we were having kind of a group conversation, and we naturally flowed into the topic of the fear of taking up space within the world. You know, a lot of times, for whatever the reason may be, we get into a mentality where we want to make ourselves small. We want to color between the lines. We want to kind of keep within other people's routine and fit in all the boxes, and we develop a fear of taking up space as we should, not only as people, but as beings in the room, being able to be who we are, make ripples and waves within the people that we know, sometimes that can be very scary. And so we retreat and we recluse inside ourselves and really end up being sometimes an inauthentic version of ourselves to try to keep the peace or try to keep the calm. Um, So that's really what inspired this conversation tonight. Um, But when I say something like that, when I kind of just dump all of those words out, where does your mind go to first yourself when it comes to taking up space?
0: I love the analogy used, especially when we're talking about somebody keeping themselves small or what it's like to be loud out there in the world. And I think this is such a beautiful metaphor, even the way the person used it originally, about the space they take up within a room or the space they take up within their life or within somebody else's life. And I thought it was such a neat connection because th- that's really the truth of it as we move into it is, you know, somebody keeping themselves small or dimming their light, so to speak, rather than being loud and being bright in those moments and allowing themselves to shine. I think it's a, a great lesson for everybody to be able to, you know, realize it's okay to let yourself shine in those moments. It's okay that space is there for you. I I don't think it's something. You know, if we play around with this analogy a little bit, I don't think it's something you have to take up or take from somebody else. And I think it's about the space around you has been created for you. The space around you is there by design for you to pour yourself into. And you're not taking anything away from anybody else. I think you just have to fill the space that's been provided for you and to be confident in those moments to do so.
1: Mm, I love that. It's really just about like existing and being comfortable doing that and like kind of allowing you to stretch your arms out and just be yeah. within the space that was meant for you. I think I, I had such a pull to really explore this topic because me personally, especially getting comfortable with like my uh true self, you know, as going through my awakening and really taking off the covers and being authentic, I can remember having a fear of being too much. You know am I in the right space for this are these the right people can I be myself here is this going to be okay and I think one of the things that I learned is that it's not you know obviously we've got to be mindful of the people around us and be courteous but it's not always about how everyone receives us and there's a balance to that type of mentality do you have any thoughts about that
0: I think that statement goes a little bit I think you have to be a bit tongue in cheek with it because I think there's two direct answers for it. I could very, very clearly and very truthfully tell somebody if you're worried that much about how somebody else is going to receive you, you're around the wrong people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And now that of course can be taken too far in those moments. And like there are moments where we all need to have that talk with ourselves and be like, all right, you just need to calm down two moments. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. Right? right. Um, so I think there's a, a, a definite balance within that, but the balance should always lean towards the people that you're surrounding yourself with in that moment. And are those the people that are going to promote you and help lift you up? Or are those the people that are really good at helping you keep yourself small? Right? Because I think when somebody goes through a growth cycle in those moments, sometimes when somebody comes from a mentality of keeping themselves small, they surround themselves with people that help them do that. They surround themselves with the people that maybe would rather have the attention on themselves or they, you know, a lot of takers around them. So, when it comes time for that emotional growth or that spiritual growth or that self-journey and you decide, you know what, no, this is okay for me. I can shine. I can allow myself to grow publicly. I can be a more authentic version of myself. Sometimes it upsets the apple cart with the people that we surrounded ourselves from our Mm quote-unquote old life and right? then it's time to clean house.
1: Mm. I I think really...
0: that's yeah, go Sorry. Ahead.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say I think that's so important because I think a lot of people struggle with that especially when we talk about awakenings that they start to kind of you know relax and start to maybe be a little bit more themselves and then they're like but people around me are having a bad reaction. People are having taking issue with the fact that I'm growing or that I'm being more myself where I'm setting these boundaries and some people will then take steps backwards and be like, this is the wrong, this is the wrong path instead of mm-hmm. what you said of realizing maybe it's about evaluating the room you're in.
0: Right. Right. And then evaluating too what's important to you, right? Moving into those self-confidence. We did a whole event on that about self-confidence and being able to, uh, it takes to move through your own doubts. Right. And to move through your doubts, and you're very, you know, you're very well known from saying you got to doubt it until there's nothing left to doubt and move through that, you know, step by step. But I think that also works as a good sounding board for yourself in those moments to be able to say, you know, it's okay that you doubt in that moment. It's okay you're trying to then, you know, make me small again. I'm going to fight through that anyway. Right. I'm going to do this anyway because that also builds your self confidence. Because if you are solely reliant on their opinion, Right? for what you're allowed or not allowed to be or who you're allowed to be in that moment, that's a really good test that you're looking at it incorrectly. And because then you're allowing manipulation and you're allowing control within your life and you're giving all your power away in those moments. So I think that's a really good, let's just call it a red flag, right? It's a really good red flag when that happens to say, well, you know, my friend so-and-so, doesn't like it when i have you know my own opinion or i'm being too loud or i'm being too big whatever it might be that should spawn a red flag automatically in your head to say well why not and why is this person either either intimidated by it maybe they want to be the center of attention maybe they just don't want you to grow beyond them which can be very common out there where they feel like you're surpassing them and then they'll try to knock you down so they remain at the top of the pile. And that mm-hmm. should be an instant red flag for you, not only for your motivations and where you're taking your self-confidence from, but as an extra boost to maybe it's time to audit these relationships and see how much value I actually place in them. Because I think, I'm going on a little bit of a rabbit hole, this, but I, honestly, I think a lot of people get very good when they're the givers. And when they're the healers, when they're the givers, at satisfying everybody else's needs around us. Right? And we'll take care of everybody you know almost to our own deficit and then all of a sudden it comes time for us to shine or it comes time for us to take care of ourselves in that moment it's come times for us to do something with ourselves or uh, to play off this event to, to take up the our space mm-hmm. right in that moment and all of a sudden it upsets people around us right those are warning signs
1: right and I think on top of what you're saying, I think that part of one of the most important parts about being comfortable you know taking up space as we're saying and because I think when we stay small and we kind of keep all folded in within ourselves through this fear we don't really get that level of self-awareness that you do through some of these journeys of really becoming your your authentic self or being comfortable being your authentic self I guess is a better way to put that Um, because as you said you know, a little while ago, maybe there is some moments where people may have feedback for you that's accurate, but we can never have that type of gauge when it comes to other people's opinions if we don't know ourselves well enough or if we don't know the room well enough to, you know, for example, if you gave me feedback and you're like, Dana. You know reel it in right I'm gonna take that as a sign of, of love you know what I mean and be like okay let me think about this let me look into this whether if it's you know someone that's a bit more random or someone that has that benefit of me being small that's an entirely different thing but I would never be able to gauge those moments if I didn't gain that self-awareness through being myself and getting to know myself
0: now uh... And, you know, that kind of brings up a little bit of a side issue too. I really want to talk to, um, it's easy to understand this when somebody else is making us small or somebody else is not allowing that space for us to grow into. Mm -hmm. I think that's an easy one for people to grapple with the topic of and see that, but what if, or when should they, the motivation is coming internally and you're refusing to let yourself shine or you're refusing to step out of that small space that you've built for yourself for a few reasons, one probably fear. Right? And we talked a little bit about that, especially through the awakening process of stepping into, you know, quote unquote, the new you really a more authentic you. But I think there's another one that I, not a lot of people talk about is the fear of responsibility, especially when it comes to around gifts and awakening and you know, what happens if I'm wrong? What happens mm-hmm. if I give the wrong advice? What happens if I am unable to heal this person? So that fear then automatically we you know we throw up our boundaries, we put on our armor and we go sit in the corner for a while and we just pretend that we're just some average ordinary schmo right. Right? And I think that one I, I really want to talk about that one tonight as well, and it's you know self-generate because it's not I think it's too easy out there, especially nowadays when everybody says, you know, don't let other people trample on your light or don't let other people make you feel small. And I agree. I agree a hundred percent, but not too many people are out there talking about when it's generated from within and we're refusing to let ourselves shine. And, and it yeah. becomes our issue in those moments because we refuse to pour into that space that's been created for us.
1: And hundred percent. And I think that the, the other thing of what you're saying is, you know, I think there's so many people who, you know, you could say at one point in your life, maybe there was circumstances or environments that made that created this, or, you know, there was reasons where you had to be so invested in everyone else's interests and you couldn't worry about your own. But then you sit down and you have that conversation. You're like, those things don't exist anymore. Now it it is just you that's stopping this from from growing and from shining. And then all of a sudden, I think there's usually kind of an aha moment for some people of like, Oh, I I can do that. And we kind of have to take Mm. on that responsibility of our own. Like once that environment or that situation has passed, like now we have to be the ones to go after that and go do that.
0: Yes. And let's be honest, you know, whether you're a gifted person or not, the easiest way to distract yourself from looking within and dealing with some of those self-perpetuating issues is to go help somebody else, to go be the giver. I can self-sacrifice in my moment, and we'll just take care of my baggage later, tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow, tomorrow because so-and-so needs me today. And and we get into this perpetual cycle of distraction and keeping ourselves in that little tiny box, because under the guise or under the name of, this person needs my help, and this person needs my help, and this person needs my help. And it becomes the excuse. Mm Mm-hmm. And and all you're doing in that moment, like we had talked about a couple events ago, actually, was um, teaching those people around us that we don't need the help. We don't value our own time and we don't value the space that we require. Because every time, even if it's a, a very neutral situation, if it's not a taker or somebody that's manipulating the situation, if it's just a natural group of friends you're like no no not me it will take care of you no no not me we'll take care of you no no not me we'll take care of you you are teaching your friend group ignore you right and i think that has equal weight under this guideline when we're talking about learning how to take up that space and learning how to pour yourself into that space you've got to stop doing it it's got to be equal my my rule of thumb when i work with somebody on a one-on-one basis is or whatever you're doing for other people within a week, you should be doing for yourself. Right. And so if you're setting up meetings and you're setting up coaching appointments and you're setting up healing appointments, whatever it might be, where's your appointment? Where's your coaching session? Where's your time? Well, I don't mm-hmm. have time for all that. I'll make time. Because mm-hmm. that's fair.
1: Yeah. I, I just feel like you talking about the personal responsibility has just like struck so many things in my mind, but I want to just circle back to the point you said about responsibility, like the fear of responsibility, because it brought up a thought in me that I know we've talked about before, but it it's so more much more comfortable sometimes, right? When you were saying the fear of being wrong, it's so much more comfortable to make mistakes if we're not being who we truly are. If we Absolutely. have reasons and excuses and why well, I wasn't really being myself or, you know, then if we get in trouble or someone judges us, it's, you know, at a distance. But I think, you know, this concept of taking up space and really just kind of coloring outside the lines and being authentic is so scary for some people because if someone has a bad reaction, it's actually who I am, not the person that I constructed or pretended to be or who the facade. And I was just like, I feel like that does account for sometimes a a large part of this, this fear of, then it's really going to be me and they're really going to see me.
0: Right. But I think that's the point we made before too, of doing the work of bringing that self-confidence from within. And because if you're reliant on those other people's opinions to tell you who you are, you're already wrong. You're setting yourself up for manipulation, you're setting yourself up for control, and if something breaks down in that relationship, all your self-confidence goes away. And self-confidence and the idea, you know, if we talk about the format of a spiritual journey or the format of a self-journey in those moments, there's always a time in the beginning where the person goes inside and really truly starts to learn about who they are. So then, when they're ready to, they're able to bring that forward out to the people that they help. That's the design of the actual journey itself, and that is so crucial. And I think, you know, spirituality becoming popular nowadays, and you know, everybody and their dog has a method of how to become more spiritual or how to start a spiritual awakening, which is fine. I would promote all of those as long as somebody is trying. However. Some of them are a little bit more on the flashy side that ignore the important points. It's not just about a crystal. It's not just about sagings every so often, right? You have to do the work interior first. So that's where that self-confidence is coming from. And that's where it's generated from that you can take forward. So if you run into a problem, let's fast forward a bit, you know, back into that scenario of helping somebody and being wrong. So let's say, you know, you're receiving guidance about this person in that moment. And you're you're excited and you're nervous and you're a bit of a runaway and, you know, the energy is palpable in the room and you just get, you know, a little bit in your head and you end up adding some artistic flair, we'll call it. It's a really nice way to put that, <laughs> um, into what was actually being guided to be said. Now, maybe you're wrong in that moment. Somebody comes back and says, no, you're, you're totally way off base on this and everything else and blah, 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 blah you still have the foundation to stand on of who you are and how that works. You don't have to worry about like everything being red-lighted right there and you're just like, oh my God, I'm a knucklehead. And you have the ability then to stop and you're like, you know what? A lot of that was me. And whether you tell the person or not, tell the person, it doesn't matter. You're like, I got a little bit going too fast there. I understand what happened and, and I can deal with it and move on. We don't have this catastrophic event happening around us now. To that idea of knowing self. You know maybe we should change that little analogy we we started at the beginning instead of taking up space, you know, pouring yourself into the space that was created for you. Maybe the, the space that's created for you in that moment is a part of that process of getting to know yourself and carving out that space around you. Mm-hmm. And as you get to know, you know where you excel or where you have a deficit and you get to know more about yourself. That starts to push out the walls or starts to kind of cleave off those sections that maybe weren't there for you, for you to then pour yourself into when you're ready. I love that. Yeah.
1: And I think it's it's probably one of the most fundamental things in, in what you were just saying about, you know, having these catastrophic moments of just this one little moment, you know, in a grand scheme of things. When we don't have that awareness, when we don't know ourselves, when we don't know what we stand for and who we are, every little one of those moments feels catastrophic because we feel like it defines us as a human being. Like, oh my gosh, we're wrong. We're bad. I'm not good at this. Instead of just like, (laughs) like I just got a little carried away. Like, you know,
0: calm down. Or even when the other person lies.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or that's wrong.
0: Yep. But it wasn't. Sometimes. Sometimes I love those moments when I know it's true and they're like, no, no, that's not me. I'm like, okay, obviously you're not ready to hear that right now. And then mm-hmm. the next conversation, they come back and parrot everything I just said back to me. they you're like, you know, this, and I found this out and I found this out." It's literally my words that apparently were wrong the day before. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad you, <laughs> I'm glad you stumbled onto that. But in that moment, the strength to know I was correct in that moment and know that that information is what was given to me they have the ability to lie or they have the ability to back away from that. If they're not ready to receive, that's okay with me. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. But in that moment, right? Like you said, if, if I let it become the catastrophic event, I turn tail and run, right? And then I close up myself again and I end up doing a lot of damage to myself in there because I didn't put in the work before.
1: Right. And I think it just circles back to that point of everything comes back to the the self awareness and the self discovery and, and understanding that when we have that foundation of knowing ourselves and we have that foundation of self awareness when it comes to our action and our behaviors, that when people around us, their how they receive us has so little to do with us. And then being able to have the awareness, like in that example of someone saying oh you're wrong or i don't believe you or you can't heal people or whatever the situation is it has nothing to do with you and then you're just like exactly
0: okay,
1: that's that's yeah. who you are you because think? i know who i am
0: exactly and i think that also is an important you know you know i love playing with this analogy now that you've 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 kind of gone down <laughs> this road of taking up the space or pouring yourself into the space but how we fill the space i think that's where that now becomes important, right? Do we feel mm-hmm. the space as wispy smoke? Do we feel the space as water, or do we feel that space as solid rock? Mm-hmm. Right, and I think those then really become down to how we've built ourselves in that moment, and how we've built ourselves to then take up that space once we're there. And I think that's also an important call. That a little, a little wink.
1: I was going to say, you always have the most beautiful sentences that occur right at wrap-up time. Like they, I, There's just nothing else to say after that. I was just... Perfect. Beautiful.
0: Well, that's a great place to then exit, I think. And everybody here with us in Altspace that joined us for this little time, thank you for being here. You guys are the reason why we put on these events, so thank you. Or if you're listening later on the podcast, of course, again, thanks for spending the time with us. You guys all have a wonderful night, and we'll talk to you again soon. See you guys. See you later. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would like to take a minute and just thank you for your time here today in spending it with us. If you have further questions about the company, the things that we talk about, or what it is that we do, you're welcome to navigate to the main website at angelichealing.ca. You can connect directly with our socials, see my North American team's profiles, and look at some exciting topics that are still to come. You are also welcome to use the Contact Us tab to request topics for future episodes. I would love to hear from you guys. Until next time, take care.